Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you with Calvary greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11 says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his heart continually. Where is that man? Who is after the Lord's heart? Who is striving daily to please God? He will discover God in new dimensions daily. Hallelujah. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Father, our friend, Savior, our mother, our mentor, our Lord and God, we reference your name. There is no one like you. Thank you for your love for us. Psalm 8 verse 4 says, What is man? that you are mindful of him, and the Son of Man, that you visit him. It can only be because of your love for us, Lord. Father, we pray that through your word today, we will be able to find the right way to please you and win your heart, Lord. This we ask through the name and grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The topic of our message is winning God's heart. Winning God's heart. Our letters is taken from 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14. 1 Samuel chapter 13, we read verse 14. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Brethren, what does it take for a man to be after God's heart? What does it take for a man to be after God's heart? For a man to be after God's heart, 
It means to understand God's heart and live by it on a daily basis. This means we have to understand what God wants from us and how he feels about us and be prepared to abide by these God's delights. We must also have faith that God does not change. Submitting and trusting God has no intricacy. For example, a man who is worshipping God just wants to please God. While you are worshipping God, you forget about every other thing. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 1, Abraham left the gate of his tent after God visited him. He was overwhelmed. Let's look at the ways to reach God's heart. The ways to reach the heart of God. Number one, acknowledge that you can't do anything on your own. We must acknowledge that we cannot do anything on our own. A relationship with God is the best relationship we can have. One of the first steps to reaching the heart of God and gaining a closer relationship with Him is admitting that we need Him in our life. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6 says, In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. The reality is that we can do nothing on our own. This will not only show a sense of humility, in our lives, but it will also show God that we have faith in His strength and His promises. The closer we walk with God, the less room there is for anything to come between us. I pray that God will Himself accept us in His presence in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number two. Submit totally to God. Submit yourself totally to God. As Christians, we want to prevail in spiritual battle. The Bible says in James chapter 4, verse 7 that, Submit yourself then to God. Resist this devil and he will flee from you. We want power in our prayers and we want to see results. Yes. We have dreams and desires. We want to see this fulfilled. However, at times, our prayers may not feel like they are bouncing off the ceiling or going unanswered. It's important to remember in this moment that God sometimes delays the breakthrough so that he can prepare us to steward the gift of opportunity that is about to entrust it to us. Sometimes he makes us wait because he's making us ready. But other times we are our own hindrance for our unanswered prayers. Our choices are often the biggest roadblocks. We choose and command God to approve. Prayer ultimately is about becoming who you are meant to be in Christ. When we submit to God, we not only hear what God is saying to us, 
But we also discover who God wants us to be. God's option for us is always the best. Yes. May our expectations become God's will always in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number three. Live in reality of God's love. We must live in the reality of God's love. Are you rooted and established in love? You may not always feel like or believe that you are, but because you are in Christ, you are established in Him. The goal is to walk in, talk in, and live in the reality of God's love. A love that grants us and establishes us regardless of the storms that we face. The Bible tells us in John chapter 4, verse 16, that God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. God is not in the least bit surprised or taken off guard by the storm that we are facing today. No. His love is bigger than anything that we are going through. To be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God and to be filled with the all-surpassing love of Christ is to be transformed from inside out. Is to dare to come boldly into God's presence and ask Him for the impossible. Ask Him for the unachievable. Ask Him for the inconceivable. I pray that through His love, we can discover fulfillment for our heart in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number four, make the Bible the center of your prayer life. Make the scripture the center of your prayer life. Do you want to see impact? You want to see life transformation and blessing that you never thought possible? Do you want to receive God's size and kingdom level answers to your prayers? There's no better place to turn to than the pages of God's incredible, inspired, and anointed prayer book. The Bible in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 says, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Commit right now to make your Bible the center of your life. Make the declaration that no matter what you are facing right now, you can turn to the scripture and discover that God is writing a bigger story with your life and your circumstances will not have the last say. Trusting God for tomorrow is one thing that God values and never joke with the people with such a belief. Our tomorrow will be all right through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Number five, refuse to leave God alone. Do not forsake God. If we give God the desire of his heart, he will want to be with you and spend time with you. Be so committed that the habit of communicating with God takes a permanent hold of your life. Talk to the Lord 
about your desire to be with him and please him always. Be verbalizing your commitment. You remind yourself to have a fruitful walk with God. Find devoted time to be in fellowship with him. Miraculous things will begin to happen when we refuse to leave God alone. If you commit yourself to prayer, worship and praises, you will see the abundant life that comes from a powerful fellowship life. This approach in particular was King David's attitude. He was praise and worship hero. You too can become God's friend. Forget about your issues. Worship him and sing praises of his name. He inhabits his praise and that means he will abide with you. May we keep discovering God afresh through our worship of our living God. Amen. Number six, base your faith in God's sovereignty. Let your faith be based on God's sovereignty. The Bible promised in Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Because of this, we have to base our faith on God's sovereignty. What he has done and is doing in our lives rather than on our feelings. The scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 13 says, If we are faithless, he will remain faithful. For he cannot disown himself. Even if your faith is fading, God remains faithful towards you. His commitment to you never changes. This is why we need to keep encouraging ourselves in psalms and songs of praise. May we receive fresh inspiration for a deeper faith in our living God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brethren, our God invites us to an intimate and profound dialogue with him. When we communicate with him, we can begin to experience movement in our lives and know his overwhelming joy, power, and peace. Put these tips into practice and begin to experience God's presence as he strengthens your faith, encourages your heart, and shifts your present perspective. Doing God's will and making his heart merry is fulfilling the destiny of our relationship with God. When David found fulfillment in God's heart and relationships, he declared with confidence a covenant of success in his relationship with God. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 37, David confidently said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. It is my prayers that from now on, defending you and providing for your needs will become a covenant in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God himself will journey with you and make your relationship a great experience of victory, of success, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Choose today 
to seek him, to win his heart, and he will grant you access to the throne of grace for unlimited exploits. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank you for your patience and interest in listening to this broadcast. We believe that you have been blessed. Kindly help share with others. And also listen to this message and previous ones on our podcast streaming, good named Voice of Trinity. God bless you richly. Amen. Let us pray. Our loving Father and our God, we are so grateful for showing us how to warm our heart into your heart. It's a big privilege to have you as our God. Father, from today, we rededicate our whole life to worship you, to trust you, to rely on you alone and serve you to the end of our lives. We rebuke every diversionary spirit that is not allow our relationship to be regular and cordial. From today, Lord, we will walk with you, dine with you, and our totality will be established in our deep fellowship with you. Father, we pray that you will prove yourself to the whole world that we serve a great God. Thank you, Jehovah Jireh. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.